So, but before we go into the word this morning, let's just pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you once again for the gift of life. We thank you for fellowshipping together. We thank you for your grace that is upon us. We thank you, Lord, as you cause us always to seek your word and to get understanding through your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you this morning because we know that through your word, light will shine again on our path, in our lives, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so this morning, I just want to exhort us. And um, it's, it's nothing strange entirely that we're going to talk about. It's something we are all familiar with, but just to just uh, just to bring it back to our consciousness again, you know, and that's why we're going to be talking about it this morning. And uh, it is about the mind and the lips. The mind and the lips, the mind being the place of battle, the mind being a place of battle. No wonder the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, it says, guard your heart with all diligence for from it flow the issues of life. You know, when we wake up typically on a day when you wake up, um, your mind is flooded with all kinds of things from thinking about, oh, how are we going to go out today? Um, sometimes thinking about the challenges of the previous day that were not resolved. Sometimes you're thinking about the bills that you need to pay. Sometimes you're thinking about your health. Sometimes you're thinking about several things, security issues and all of that. And all these things happen in the mind. And if care is not taken, when they flood the mind of the man for too long, then it begins to shape the course of the life of that person or begins to um, shape what happens to that person. When that person dwells too much on the negativities of life, on the challenges of life, on the thoughts of how things are not really working and all of that. So the mind is a battleground. It's a powerful place that a lot of things are exchanged for. A lot of exchange happen in the mind. Fear and all kinds of things. And a lot of the time you find out that the negative things are pushing itself more in the way of man, trying to get a space in the mind and dominate. And as it dominates, begins to channel or drive the course of the man's life. But this morning, we just want to talk again and remind us of what we can do as believers, what we can do as Christians in dealing with our mind and also our lips. So, uh, and if you look typically also, you know, when um, nations go to war, one of the things they do is to play on the minds of the people um, 
through propaganda. Sometimes it's not the war is not necessarily won uh, with the arsenals that they have or the, the, the war equipment and and all the fighter jets and all of that. Even with that, they still come to play on the minds of people. Oh, we are winning. We have captured this territory. They begin to work on the mind of the people just to make them succumb to the fact that, oh, there's a superior power out there and all of that. So the, the mind is always been, has always been a battleground, has always been a place where things are flooded with. And those who understand the workings of the mind know how to take advantage of it and also know how to get people and, and, and make them slaves through what they, what they put in their minds, what they, what they expose their minds to. So that's, that's why I started by saying that we should guard our heart with all diligence. From, for, for, from it flows the issues of life. So this morning, let's, let's look at how do we deal with this thing? How do we deal with ensuring that our mind is guarded? How do we deal with the fact that um, we, we don't want to go the, the, the negative path of allowing our minds to be flooded with negativity, to be flooded with all kinds of things that uh, makes us um, fall in that, in that way for, for these tricks of the devil. One of the things to do is actually found in Colossians chapter two, chapter three rather, Colossians chapter three, verse two. Colossians chapter three, verse two. In the book of Colossians chapter three, verse two, the Bible says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. You may wonder and say, why would I have to set my mind on things above and not on things on the earth? But I live here on earth. I operate here on the earth and all of that. Remember also what Jesus said in the book of Matthew, where he was talking about um, that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and every other thing shall be added unto you. Yes, we live here on earth. Oh, yes, we want to get shelter. Yes, we want to get clothes to cover ourselves. Yes, we need food to eat. Yes, we need all of these things, just like it was said in the book of Matthew chapter 6. He says that, but these things do not matter much as seeking the kingdom of God. So that was why he admonished in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added unto you. So in, in Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, he said, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Let your mind be flooded with heavenly things, with the things above not on the things that we see happen around us every day. See, if we want to, if you, if you open any news um, uh, page right now, I can assure you most of the news items you will, you will see, read about are going to be things that will, um, that, that will make you scared, negative reports, things that perhaps have um, 
that scares people. Talk about insecurity, talk about all kinds of things going on around and uh, around us. That's what you will see. That's what you will read. Even on radio, on television, those are the things you would easily, that will easily come your way. So the Bible says that we should set our minds on things above. In the book of Romans also, chapter 8 and verse 5. Romans chapter 8, verse 5. The Bible says that those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. So when you set your mind on the things of the flesh, it dictates the way thing, life goes. It dictates the way you live. And you concentrate more on the things of the flesh. You get worried. You get carried away. You get burdened with all of these things happening around. Oh, yes. But the Bible says that those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. Set their minds on the things of the spirit. You know, there's another place in the scriptures that says, it says we're not moved by what we see or what we hear. It says, but we are moved by the word of God. Because the reality around us, what we see, what we hear is deceitful. It makes, gives the impression that everything is collapsing, everything is not well and all of that. But as Christians, as believers, we, we, our confidence is not on the things around us, but in the word of God. The assurance we get is from the word of God, the word of God. And that is why we must allow the word of God to be the one that floods our heart daily. So you, you, you see, some people have woken up this morning right now and they are already troubled. They are thinking, oh, that place I'm going to today that work I'm going to, that uh, thing. And a lot of things just flood in their hearts. A lot of things. They have not even opened their mouth to say, thank you, Lord, for the gift of life. They have not even said, oh, let's just worship God this morning and appreciate him for what he has done. No. The first thing they are thinking about is the things they don't have. Oh, I don't have that money. Today is uh, 11th. And I promise that person I'm going to pay that money on 15th. And all kinds of things. And all kinds of things. So let's learn to set our minds on things that are above and not things on the earth. The second thing I want to talk about is that we need to renew our minds daily. We need to do what? Renew our minds daily. In the book of Romans, chapter 12, and verse 2, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, I'll read just a moment. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Okay. It says, it says, do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. So the Bible is admonishing us that we should renew our minds. That's one of the ways we can escape from the corruption of this world. Renew our minds daily, not being conformed to this world, but renewing our minds daily, renewing our minds daily, renewing our minds daily. If you also look at the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter four and verse 23, Ephesians chapter four and verse 23. The Bible says there, it says, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in the true righteousness and holiness, renewed in the spirit of your mind. Renewed, being renewed every now and then in the spirit of your mind. Remember the other scripture in Colossians 3 verse talked about setting your minds on things that are above and not things on the earth. Even though you know we all live here on earth, but our concern, our, our, the things that we must meditate on every time is the things that are above. That way we're going to be purging our hearts of all forms of negativity, all forms of things that makes us to begin to doubt whether there is whether the word of God works or not. So we, we daily renew our minds. Daily renew our minds. And you know, the good thing about setting our hearts on the things that are above is that the word of God sets us free. The word of God is so powerful that it sets us free. You know, through fellowshipping with the word of God, um we, our minds are set free there are things that troubles us and that from the the from from the interaction we have with the word of god we we get that deliverance that we need in john chapter 8 verse 32 in john chapter 8 verse 32 the bible says then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free then you will know the truth. There is a truth that will set us free. Concerning every area of life, there is the truth. So if you are still being bothered about a particular thing or the other, you need to seek for the truth. Because the truth is what will set you free. The truth of the word of God will set you free. The truth of the word of God will always, always set us free. So we must get this, that our mind is a battleground, it's a battlefield, and we must not give in to the tricks of the devil by allowing him to get our minds flooded with things that will make us to begin to doubt the efficacy of the word of God. We must not get into that at all. Every day, 
believing the word of God, every day meditating on the word of God, every day, every day setting our minds on things that are above. That way we'll be purging ourselves from all kinds of negativities that, 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 that are thrown at us. In Philippians chapter four, verse six, in Philippians chapter four, verse six, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, everything is everything. Everything is everything. What bothers you is not what bothers me, is not what bothers the next person and all of that. But everything that could it could be, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Present your requests to God. So day by day, we continuously or we, we, we continue in the word of God. Day by day, we continue to trust in his word. Even though the signs we see, the things we see around us are pointing to a different direction, but we, we, we stay on the word of God. We stay on the promises of God. We stay on it. We hold fast onto it because that is what will give us the deliverance that we need. That is the truth that will set us free. That is, that is the truth that will, that, will, that will get our minds purged of all kinds of negativity. That is the truth that will make the way for us. And as long as we want to live here on earth and and, and not allow such things to happen to us. We, we just have to continually focus on the word of God, focus on God, focus on heavenly things, flood our hearts with, with and our minds with the word of God, with the things that are above and not the things that are on this earth. Because look, the truth of the matter is that everyone is faced with one challenge or the other every day. Everyone. But if your focus is more on those challenges, then you are, you are going astray gradually. Then the enemy is, is gaining victory in your mind, playing on all kinds of things in your mind. And, and through that, he's able to control your mind. And once he has control over your mind, then he has, he has, your, he has that person already as, as a prey in his hand. But we are not of them that give up. We continually trust in the word of God and we get victory through his word. So uh, let's talk about the leaps now. We've talked about the mind, we've talked about what we need to do about the mind and all of that. So let's go to Psalm 51. Let's go to Psalm 51. Book of Psalm 51, just a minute. Psalm 51. And let's look at verse 15. 
Psalm 51 and verse 15. It says, um, just a minute, please. Sorry. Psalm 51 verse 15. I was opening the wrong. Uh, I think I missed it. I think it should be five. Just a minute. I think I missed something there. Okay. Please just give me one minute. I, I, I opened the wrong place. It's actually 51. I wanted to open and I opened Psalm 15 instead. Okay. All right. Okay. Psalm 51, verse 15. All right. So in Psalm 51, verse 15, the psalmist says, Oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. Oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. So what is your lips? declaring when you open your lips what is it declaring is it declaring negative things is it declaring the praise of god and worshiping god and thanking god for his faithfulness or something else entirely so as much as we we guard our hearts we guard our minds and all of that we also need to ensure that the things that come out of our mouth are things that glorify god not confessing the negative, not saying the things that um, that causes our hearts or our minds to continue to also work in negativity. So let, let's also look at Psalm 63, verse 3. In Psalm 63, verse 3, the psalmist says, because your loving devotion is better than life. My lips will glorify you. So what is your lips doing? Is it glorifying God? Or, or rather it is um, amplifying the troubles in the world or the troubles around us and all of that. Our lips should always glorify God. Giving thanks for his faithfulness, giving thanks for his goodness, giving thanks in every situation, no matter the circumstances, no matter the situation around us, giving him thanks, that's what our lips should do. Giving thanks to God, glorifying God, acknowledging him as the one and only. You know, in Hebrews chapter, chapter 13, verse 15, in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15, the Bible says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. That's what we're expected to do, to offer the sacrifice of praise continually, not speaking negativity, not, not uh, accepting uh, to conform to what the world is throwing at us. No. But offering unto God a sacrifice of praise. 
when things are going well, when things are not going well, offer unto God the sacrifice of praise. Offer unto God the sacrifice of praise. Thank him. Because he's a faithful father. The things you see around you today may look like, oh, there is, there is no hope. Oh, things are going bad. But no. As much as we guard our hearts, we, we guard our minds from every form of negativity, let's also ensure that our lips always glorify God. Continually give a sacrifice of praise unto him and not confessing the negative. So this morning, as we're going out, let's remember that we can change the course of the day by meditating on the right thing and by speaking the right words. By meditating on the right things and by speaking the right words. So you can begin to declare that I am blessed. You can begin to declare that things are working for me today. You can begin to declare that I find favor today. You can begin to declare that all things work together for my good. And you'll begin to eat the fruit thereof. You can begin to declare that God favors me in everything I do. Whatsoever I lay my hands on prospers. You can begin to declare that I am protected everywhere I go to. You can begin to declare I am covered, I am protected, I am delivered. And as you continue to do that, you will see the result that will come. It will not just be the normal things, the normal results, the usual things that you see happen around, but you will find out that things will begin to change because the word of God, the Bible says, shall set us free. So this morning, I encourage you, let's think on things that are above and not things that are on the earth. The Lord will bless our going out today and our coming in. The Lord will order our steps, all right? And we will continue to use our lips to offer sacrifices of praise unto God because of his faithfulness in our lives. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Have a wonderful day. God bless you.